I've been thinking to make with my hands by myself a wooden puppet. Pinocchio, try say something. Babbo. Hey everybody, welcome back to Uncanny Cinema. We've got a fantasy film for this go-round where we've got our regular fantasy crew that often is looking at fantasy and sci-fi type things. And uh, Jack, would you like to tell everyone what we watched for this uh, particular episode? Puppets! We watched puppets! Yes! And I hate you. <laughs> so many puppets. Fantastic puppets. And uh, before before the puppets, though, what what were you given to view? I, I think there was a pre <laughs> a, a little, pre little, little aperitif, little yeah. appetizer. We watched uh, Doctor Steve Brule, uh, who is in this instance my spirit guide, my my true self on film. Uh, he talking about how much he hates puppets uh, and marineras <laughs> and their pupper blood and how terrible they are. <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, and then we led into the film Pinocchio from 2019. So regular listeners uh, might know that Jack has a fear or aversion or is just sickened to her stomach (laughs) by puppets, whatever it is, all of the above. Um, But that's something that emerged naturally. We didn't, none of us knew this when we were doing episodes and then it even popped up in like episodes like we did one, she and I and Eric did one on Sleuth, which is sort of like a murder mystery <laughs> oh, type thing that right. has puppets that are like just part of the set dressing. And I didn't even like think of it. And then so she's like, another one with puppets. I'm like, well, I guess. extreme close ups. They're like, <laughs> here, look really intensely at this weird puppet that we found from the depths of some strange theater yes. basement. Yes. You have to just stare at it. Jolly Jack, I believe, was his name. Oh, um, yes. But yeah, so, uh, so this is a movie, this 2019 Pinocchio. It's one that I saw some trailers for. And so it looked interesting. And so it's been on my radar and list for a little while. Like, oh, we should do that. And so once I realized, oh, we're going to do that, it's probably going to be the fantasy crew. And then I thought, well, this gives me a wonderful opportunity. And so what I did was I didn't tell anyone. Eric knew. But otherwise, no one knew what we were watching going into it. important. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, so, uh, so they didn't know what was going in. And I... I uh, I took if anyone's seen um, Monty Python and the Meaning of Life you you absolutely should if you haven't but the uh, beginning of Meaning of Life has a short film it's probably really more of a long film by Terry Gilliam the uh, Crimson Permanent Assurance and it has like a uh, our short feature presentation so I ripped that opening bit to just uh, put that and originally I was gonna like put the short with Pinocchio as one total file. <laughs> But but uh, this is an Italian movie, and it has Italian subtitles. And so I realized, oh, that's going to fuck up the subtitles because they're <laughs> timed. And so I was right. like, oh, I can't right. do that. So anyway, so I gave them the short, which was Dr. Steve Rule. And uh, had you seen that episode before, Jack? It's on Fear. No, I hadn't seen that particular okay. one. I've seen so other ones. It's one of the first episodes. It's from the first season. So uh, the first, like, minute and a half is the regular Steve Rule stuff, and it's talking about it's an episode on fear. They always have a theme, like Mr. Rogers kind of thing. And then uh, after that's established, he comes up with 
Pruppets. <laughs> Pluppets are little people who... And he's just terrified of puppets, and that's what the focus of the episode is. And so, yes, we were going to lead in with that as our little uh, short film before... Um, Going into Pinocchio, so that was my little prank on Jack. Um, <laughs> Thank so that's, you. Thank that's, you. That's how we styled this episode. All right, so um, some background information. Not a ton to talk about on this. Basically, it's a 2019 film. I think it was released in the United States in 2020. You know, like limited. It uh, was. It seemed to be a moderate success in terms of the finances. It, I think it was cost maybe 11 million and made. 24 or something so probably was like breaking even or slightly above based once they factor in a lot of different things marketing and theater costs and stuff um it uh it is written directed and produced by matteo garone or garone i'm not sure how you pronounce that he is an italian director he's made a lot of stuff i'm not familiar with the bulk of it he made the movies gamora first love reality and dog man have you seen one of those eric Gamora is really good. Okay. So I I wasn't familiar with him, but he did do, and I didn't know this before watching the movie today and looking him up, but he did a movie called Tale of Tales that I really like that is a fairy tale-based movie, and it's told in segments, and it's based on some not Brothers Grimm tales, but other, like, classic fairy tales from, I I can't remember the name of the book that they come from, but it's really dark. And fairly violent and just like is basically like what fairy tales really were. And it, not everything in it works, but I like it a lot. And it's been one I've planned to do for the show at some point down the line. And so I saw, oh, shit, that's the guy who did Tale of Tales. So uh, so he had already done a like fantastical fairy tale based one a few years back. And now he's coming in with Pinocchio. He himself is Italian. The story is Italian. The original, like, children's novel is Italian. And so I think this was him trying to, you know, tell a story from his homeland and tell a story in a way that it's usually not told, like trying to go back to the source material, trying to not, like, sanitize it, trying to tell, you know, the darker elements of the original tale. Um, And then as far as the cast, it has uh, Federico... Ailapi? I have no idea how to pronounce that, but uh, that is the boy, a uh, young boy who plays Pinocchio. And then the most um, notable person in it is Roberto Benini as Geppetto. And then the rest of the cast uh, appear to be, you know, Italian actors who I think they've been a good deal of stuff, but they wouldn't be too recognizable to American audiences. At least they weren't to me. And so, you know, you have like your cricket character you have the cat and the fox you've got the fairy with with turquoise hair um so you have like the standard kind of characters that you see uh within the pinocchio world so if you've watched if you've ever read the book or if you've seen the disney adaptation or if you've seen any of the other various tv and movie adaptations of pinocchio it's uh you know the same kind of like cast of characters for that also throw out that it did appear that uh, it was like pretty well received critically, and beyond that, there wasn't a whole lot of background stuff. There's a little bit I can go into as we go, but uh, yeah, just I and like I said, I had not seen this one before. I saw some trailers, and the trailers were giving, or just a trailer, I think, and the trailer was giving me very like Terry Gilliam vibes because it is a fantastical world. Obviously, it's Pinocchio, but I could tell from the trailer that they were not relying on CGI. 
and I'm not explicitly against CGI. I think it has its place. I think it can do amazing things. But I think there's plenty of times where practical effects, robots, animatronics, uh, makeup, all those kind of things, not only can work as well, but likely better because it's something physically in the space that the actors can interact with. I would always like go back to Star Wars and talking about like Mark Hamill actually being able to interact with a Yoda puppet just feels more real, like it's actually happening versus, you know, Ewan McGregor staring at a tennis ball that they then stick a droid in front of later. (laughs) Um, And it, you know, I, I think it just starts to affect performances and affects the reality of like how much you can get immersed. And so this movie does have a little bit of CGI here and there when they're like trying to kind of fill certain gaps, but the bulk of it is uh, just practical effects, a lot of makeup stuff, a lot of crazy costumes and interesting set design. And so they are really trying to be like old school movie making in telling this Pinocchio story. And that's basically what drew me to it when I saw the trailer. Like I said, it was giving me a Terry Gilliam kind of vibe in the appearance. And I was like, okay, that seems interesting. And so then I brought on the fantasy crew to uh, look at this recent Pinocchio movie that I don't think got a whole lot of press in the United States. Okay, so that's my intro here. What do we make of Pinocchio? Overall, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, there's plenty I liked about it. I think when it started, uh, especially Roberto Benigni is like a really good choice for Geppetto. And I think yeah. his... But he's not in the bulk of the movie. And when it's starting, it's like, oh, this is going to be kind of like a more gritty, realistic vibe kind of Pinocchio story. And I think a lot of his early on scenes, like they do a lot of really good stuff. Um, and then I, th- I think once once our good pal Jimmy Cricket shows up, Jesus Christ. we get a lot of um, we get a lot of up and down. But overall, I think it, it looked great. The the makeup effects, like as creepy as they often were, were, were very, very good. Agreed. Um but yeah, I will go to specifics. But yeah, I, I I think I liked it overall. But I mean, there's obviously some issues here and there. I um. <laughs> so <laughs> I think you guys know my thoughts on this. Um, I agree. Like I thought Roberto Benigni was amazing as Geppetto. Like I really loved him in that role. And then it's like, oh, five minutes in and he's gone. Okay, cool. So, um, he's uh, around longer than five minutes. It's like... But like the first like couple minutes, and I'm like, oh, cool. I want to focus on him and like the uh, perils of fatherhood and like all this stuff. And it's like, nope, we're not doing that. Bye. <laughs> um, so then, I don't know. There was there was a lot I liked. Like I thought it looked great. I thought. But I was just, like, so goddamn bored, like, for most of it. It was two hours long. It was so I long. I know. I paused it. Hey, that's 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 lean and mean for movies these days. We're getting, yeah. like, 240 Jesus. for most When I stuff. saw the two-hour runtime before I started it, I was like, oh, geez. But then I don't think it felt oh, as long to me. I felt um, every fucking minute of that. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I paused it an hour in. Well, I paused it. When I thought it was like, okay, pretty soon we're donkeys and monstro. Let's go. Let's <laughs> right. wrap it yeah. up. <laughs> and I was 60 minutes in. <laughs> and I was like, another hour? Are you kidding? 
Not only that, Jess sent a uh, comment to our group, <laughs> which best. read, yes. making us watch this is an act of violence. And I did a side chat with her like, what are you talking about? I was Amen. watching it alongside her because I was like 25 minutes in because I hadn't, I hadn't seen it before. And so I'm sitting there like, I don't know what the issue is because, like, from my standpoint as I'm watching, I'm like, well, this is, just kind of seems like a Pinocchio movie to me. Right. Like, how is this an act of violence? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I just, like, there was so uh, – it was so slow and just, like, nothing tied together. It was just, like, a series of vignettes of, like – Oh, Pinocchio's gonna learn a lesson. Oh, he didn't learn it. Here he goes again. He did not learn. He didn't learn anything. Like, he's an asshole. I'm just like, he's not likable. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean. I mean, that's the point. It's kind of the point, yeah, yeah. There's a a grim view of the world if you're taking these as life lessons. Yeah, I'm just like, you're a dick who's taking advantage of an old man. Like, that's all you're doing. Um, So, yeah, I didn't. I had no connection to it, like no emotional connection whatsoever until like he got turned into the donkey. Anyway, sorry, we'll get it. We'll get there. But like <laughs> the last right. 30 minutes were good. That's God. where I'm at. Yes. <laughs> so let me tell you about my journey with this movie. Okay. <laughs> so we the first thing, it's just the, the files that Linton gave us were titled one and two. <laughs> so you knew exactly what you were supposed to watch. The titles were actually labeled one watch first. Oh, correct. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So I pull up the Steve Brule with the puppets and I'm like, oh, I know what this, I know what he's doing right now. I know, like, I know what's going to happen to me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I I do love that because when I went, when I was prepping this, I hadn't seen that episode in a while. So, you know, uh, a couple months ago, whenever I was thinking about it, I went back and watched that little intro and he starts talking about fear. And so you don't know where the rest is going. Right? And yes. then so it's, you're like an, a minute 45 in. And then the very first thing he says once the episode like officially starts Prop. is Pruppets. And I was like, oh, that's, like, that's, ah! the mo- that's the moment when it clicks for Jack. And yes. I wish I was in the room yeah. when that happened. Can, can I and tell I you? Been, like messaging you. Can I jump in and say yeah. that was the moment I paused that video and was like googled uh like foreign movie puppets <laughs> I, was like, I knew we had a subtitle file and so i was just like what is this what's it gonna be yeah. yeah so i thought i thought that i knew i thought that i was like prepared i was like okay is this gonna be puppets and it got worse because okay so a couple minutes into the movie you know you meet geppetto and agreed. He did the guy who played him great as Geppetto. And they show him as like a down on his luck guy and he's like uh real proud and going into a um uh a, a like free a, food like yeah. a diner. Yeah. It's yeah. a diner. Yeah, a little restaurant. Or oh, pub. I thought it was like yeah. a food kitchen. I thought it was like a uh It, it could, could have be been, restaurant. but it, it you know, it, the the set design was just like this yeah. is I think it, I think really it's just a diner in is. like yeah. 1860 yeah. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But he's in uh, I, this this table is a hot mess. Let me fix this. Let me fix this. And they're like, listen, we'll just give you free food. He's like, no, I don't want any free food. I'll fix this chair that's a mess. And they're like, dude, we'll just give you free food. Just shut up. Uh, so it's like clear that they're establishing his character. Cool, great. Uh, and they establish, you know, he is a woodcutter maker person. There's a word for that. I'm sure. Carpenter. They, that's the one. <laughs> like <do>. Jesus. 
Absolutely. They're establishing that he's Jesus. And then he hears this kind of, like, commotion outside. And he goes and there's this uh, this crier guy being like, hey, come see our show. We got the best puppets in town. Everything's great. Geppetto's like, oh, my gosh, I want to see these puppets. So he, he like, reaches up and, like, peeks into the cart. And this is where the nightmare got worse. Because you see these puppets for the first time. And it's clearly just, that like, this, like... Oh, they're clearly supposed to be marionettes, but as I'm looking at it, you know, it's kind of dark in there, and I'm like, are these, are these people? Is this people dressed as puppets? people. This can't be. This can't be. And I'm like practically scree- running through the basement, just screaming, puppets are people! Puppets are people! Like, it was awful. I, wrote, I literally wrote down, a live puppet, nightmares coming true. Like, just... It was very bad. I was so angry. The puppets, Gabbo, yeah. Gabbo, Gabbo, Gabbo. Yeah. <laughs> the the puppet look was like oh. not not only down the uncanny valley. We're in the uncanny chasm with yes! the looks of these oh, puppets. So good. Like it's just I Great. mean because the makeup was that good that it just looked yes very really creepy. Like okay, but yes, I think I think they're trying to the make makeup. it look unsettling to a degree yes, though. I, I, so, I don't yeah. think it's they unintentional. Succeeded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it is very original in that way. It's very unique. Like, there's a lot to this movie that just because I didn't like it personally, just because it was an offense to my life personally, doesn't mean that it wasn't I'm glad that this was such a success. Um, And I don't mean that in terms of, like, people not liking it. That's totally fine, because I went in totally cold as well. But I'm just glad that... Your response to this is everything I wanted it to be. (laughs) God, and it's and then it it did even get worse, and we hinted at this a little bit already. Like, okay, so you meet Pinocchio, and Pinocchio, it's like the first time Pinocchio talks, I wanted to die because it's <laughs> this like piece of wood Bubble. that is very awkwardly like Baba. Yeah. It's like, oh god, oh god, I hate this. I've been saying Babo yeah, all day. Babo, please. Babo. But then, okay, you meet the puppet, and you're starting to get used to Pinocchio as he's running around. And you're like, okay, okay, I think I've got it. I think I can handle this. And then the cricket shows up! Oh, God, that human I got a lot to cricket. say about, oh, about cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Jimmy oh, boy. I don't think he's the... Jiminy Cricket in this, though. I think it's just the cricket or something. Can we cricket, all agree, yeah. straight up, right now, I'm laying it down, cricket, worst part of the movie? Yes? Agreed? He's I... in his own, like, little nightmare scenario. Like, he's barely <laughs> well, involved. Yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> All right, I, I I need to jump in with my initial thoughts. I'll because I think right, we should right, get fair, fair. no. We can we can get into like the makeup and stuff. I'll just say I don't think he's too drastically dissimilar from the at, when as the movie goes on. We have a lot of just people dressed up in like animal costumes, so they're like humanoid yeah. birds and for, humanoid like different things. That it's been a <laughs> it's been a while since I've read the book, so I don't remember how many actual like. Uh, animal creatures Pinocchio comes across the fox and the cat are clearly like major ones that we all know mostly because of the like Disney version but I'm guessing in the book he probably does come across a lot of like fantastical like you know uh, like live animal like animals that are humanoid Um, but the two who are named the fox and the cat are just humans and yeah, why, they there's like more, no rhyme right. or reason that, that, for like that who's is, an animal, who's a human. I think well, they're <laughs> not they're not straight up this, humans yeah. because they do give them characteristics. They have whiskers and they yeah. change their ears and stuff, so they're like weird human animal hybrids. What is this? What is yeah. this? No one comments. World. On this. I know. But, but the I, thing is, like, uh, it, 
it starts with that because when they were, you know, with those guys, it's like, oh, they, they're, they're, you know, their facial hair is made up a certain way. They're very grungy looking. Uh, but then, like, as the movie goes on, it just becomes like, oh, these ones have just full bird heads now. <laughs> yes, like, it, like they go, they go so up and down with it. <laughs> I, so, I just, yeah, I didn't. So, so my initial stuff on this, like I said, I had never seen this. Um, I do like fantastical, you know, filmmaking, fantastical literature. I just have an interest in it. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm like positive on the movie, but I think the complaints that people are going to have that, that they've already said that we're going to go into, I don't think we're going to be that far off the mark. I agree with a lot of stuff that's already been said. It just did, doesn't like kill my, um, you know, watching of it in complete, uh, you know, completely or anything. I'll say a couple things that were addressed, like Jess, you were saying, um, some stuff about, I think you were saying like that Pinocchio was like a dick and that he doesn't learn anything, and that it's episodic. Here's the thing. That's the book. And I'm pretty mm. sure that this guy, and it's been, I read the book maybe like early college or something. I got it from a thrift store or something. And I, I was not a fan of the book. Mm. Um, even though it's like a very famous story, I, I gave it a shot. I'll, I'm sure I'll read it again someday. But I'm from my memory, it was very episodic, which a lot of old children's literature was that way. Like Alice in Wonderland books are that way too. So I think... Uh, so it was episodic. It is a lot about just Pinocchio's journey of getting into different monkey shines until he becomes a new boy. <laughs> and so that's part of why Geppetto drops out of the plot because it's Pinocchio leaves him and goes off on an, on an adventure. And so, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that the director is trying to like go back to the story as it was originally told. The other thing is you're saying Pinocchio's a dick. It's funny you say that because when I read the book, that's what the strongest thing I walked away with was that Pinocchio was a dick or an asshole. He's worse in the books. And the, the like, I think here they make him still like more like kind of rambunctious and childlike. And so there's still sort of like you're with him to some degree. And then sometimes he does stuff that you're kind of like, oh, okay, but he's a kid. In the book, he's just like kind of full on kind of terrible and the closest i can compare for things that everyone here would know is like so everyone's probably read or seen some kind of version of the gingerbread man short you know the the like mm -hmm. fairy tale of like so they make the gingerbread man and like run run as fast as you can you can't catch me i'm the gingerbread man and he's just like fucking with everybody and just like <laughs> ah nothing will ever happen to me yeah. and then he dies at the end right something they, they kill him or Yay. something <laughs> yeah so anyway, yeah, right? yeah, and that's uh, and and that's like a you know two or three page fairy tale. Mm -hmm. That's what Pinocchio is for like two hundred and fifty <laughs> pages. It's like that's oh the character God. of Pinocchio. But see, and on and on on the Wendy episode, I talked about how in the Peter Pan book, Peter Pan's kind of a dick because Ooh, he's yeah. like the spirit of childhood. But I feel that Peter Pan is more endearing than in, in the original book than Pinocchio is in the original book. So it's not surprising that if you're walking away from it feeling like, oh, he's not likable and you're used to the Disney version where he is likable. And I will say, I think the Disney version is far and away the better film. It is beautifully animated. The Disney version, even people want to critique Disney for like sanitizing stuff. That one's pretty fucking dark. They do some pretty <laughs> dark shit in the 1940s Pinocchio that they wouldn't probably push to that degree today. But I'll say that so some of what we're dealing with in watching this is it's kind of going back to the original book and he's trying to faithfully adapt it. As I said, I was not personally a big fan of the original book, um, but 
you know that that's the director's goal and so it's it may just be kind of a warts and all approach that he's doing because he feels like as an italian this needs to be told the way it was originally written because it probably really never has like i doubt i've never seen it but i doubt the hideous cgi jonathan taylor thomas pinocchio <laughs> was like oh was was God, true was true to the original book i was like is that one better than this <laughs> no impossible no way probably uh, you don't yeah, so I was in, like, in, in summation, so, so that's a little bit of background for it. But I'll also say, so for me, like coming into it, I, you know, I didn't know anything about it other than seeing the visuals and being like, okay, yeah, I'll roll with it. Um, I was like 20, 25 minutes in Jess when you sent that of like making us watch this as an act of violence. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I, I sent her a Pinocchio movie. Like, like, like I know Jess doesn't like. Uh, horror stuff and I knew that this Pinocchio movie could get somewhat dark but I thought I thought it couldn't possibly get like so dark that she's sending me that so I'm like so I had to like do a side chat of like what are you talking about what's what's your issue but then you know you cleared it up of like you just thought it was really slow and long and and I'll say it is slow and it Mm -hmm. is long um and we I'm we should get into that I have some takes on that I think you're right uh I think it is a fault of the film but I think another way to just think about this is this is an Italian movie, you know, it's a European movie, and I think mm-hmm. the sensibilities are just different. We are used mm-hmm. to, as yep. Americans, we are used to watching movies that are much more fast-paced because that's, yep. they just like, you gotta just go, go, go. And that can be great, and there are movies that do that kind of pace that are great, um, but I know s- some Europeans like look at American movies and think this is frivolous, this is trite, this is whatever, and so, you know, they're just kind of, I, I feel like the approach is more of like, Hey, we're going to tell a Pinocchio movie and we're going to take our sweet ass time. So just strap in little lady. Cause this is the story we're telling. Well, here's the thing is like, I can watch long movies. Like I'm a big Marvel and star Wars fan. Right. You're just the saying there's not, Action. there's but not like, enough happening within. Well, I'm just like, like I'm not goes. even smiling. I'm not actively enjoying this. Like I'm You're just not like supposed to miserable <laughs> boy growing up. It's it miserable. Art. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to be enjoyable? Like, I like I haven't laughed. I laughed once. I did laugh once in the movie. Um, I also laughed once. I wonder if it's the same spot. I wonder. Um, but I also want to say that, like, (laughs) no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's a teaser. Um, (laughs) no, I also just want to say that, like, uh, your comment on uh the book is like I think it works better as a book because you can take them as short stories and just like. You know, kids will be like, I want to hear this one tonight. Like, just, you don't have to, like, endure the whole thing, uh, you know, as one piece. I think it's a good storybook of just, like, pick out your favorite chapter. Because they're all, like, fun little side adventures. But, like, watching them back to back, I'm like, god damn it, this is annoying. (laughs) I, I think there is a point. I also came to all the same conclusions like, okay, this is really long and it's slow, but it is a foreign film and that makes sense. Like I tried to take my Americanness out of it and <laughs> recognize like, okay, this is just the type of storytelling. We're not used to this and that's fine. Um, but there is, there are elements to this that I think could have made it better. I think Jess, I feel really strongly what you felt about not just not liking the character Pinocchio from the beginning because he does. I mean, he starts off real strong as a real little asshole child. <laughs> like just, and they don't have that. Um, 
what I call it, the the save the cat moment. You know, they don't have mm-hmm. that like endearment of the character at the very beginning. And I think probably Linton, like you're saying, he's doing this real faithful adaptation. But I'm like, ooh, that would have that would have yeah. helped. Like if I yeah. liked Pinocchio from the beginning, that would have helped. Although I did write down that I liked how chaotic he was because the Disney one is like all, the 1940s one. He's basically already good. He's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. right, uh, just, right. I'm a good mm-hmm. kid mostly, but I get into some scrapes. Right. Um, or this Pinocchio is like amoral, like totally <laughs> chaotic neutral. He's all id and just like totally out there doing whatever he feels like. And so that is an interesting, like, okay, you actually need to go on this journey. Unlike our 1940s little wooden yeah. boy who's, right. oh, he's so precious. Yeah. So well, I mean, he is, he, isn't a, he isn't a boy. He's a sentient puppet, so we don't know what the rules are. <laughs> it's hard to judge how you should go about raising the kid. All the puppets are sentient in this movie. So yes. what's God. special about okay. it? On, on that, that point, that, I, that's, that? that's something that confuses me, and I don't remember Thank if that's you. something from the book, but we are all in agreement that when he gets taken by, uh, Je- Jess, you mentioned the guy's name. I can't remember what is uh, oh no monster i'm just gonna call him stromboli because that's what he is in the 1940s one uh the slightly racist name stromboli mungia something is his name yeah i I don't i don't know what his like name in the book or in this is but yeah so it's basically like the the ringleader of the puppet show that pinocchio goes into so in the disney version you'd be much more familiar with i'm sure which is the i've got no strings that Mm -hmm. famous scene and there's like marionettes and stuff but in the Pinocchio and the Disney version, they're, they are just literally puppets, right? They're just they're just all make believe. Yeah, yeah. They're marionettes. And yeah. so it, when, when we see marionettes. this, um, that's from Steve Brule. If anyone has <laughs> aware, check it out with Steve Brule. Uh, fantastic show from Adult Swim. Better than right this. Uh, I agree. It is. Oh, that's, there's no question about that. <laughs> you're not going to get a fight from me. Um, Anyway, so yeah, like so Pinocchio goes early on goes to see this puppet show and there are little people who are in costumes, really elaborate costumes, and they're presented like they're puppets. And I took it to mean as I'm watching is like, oh, okay, they're performers and they're pretending to be puppets within this world like it's just like part of like a stage act. I thought that that's what it was supposed to be, like when <laughs> Pinocchio is originally there and then they eventually take Pinocchio. I was like, "Oh, you'll be one of our you'll be in the show." And then later, Pinocchio's, like, in, like, a caravan with them, and they're coming out, and they don't take any makeup off. They're still dressed the same, and they've got, like, wood grain and stuff, like, on yeah. their faces. Yeah. And it's, still like... Still got strings. Yeah, and they still have strings that are, like... Where are they from coming somewhere. from? Yeah. Right. But so, like, yeah, so they legit are, like puppet people that are alive. I thought... Yeah. I thought I, it was... I think so, words. too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that was. Because the, the, which it's weird because the whole thing about Pinocchio is like he's un, he's supposed to be unusual. He's, he's been brought yes. to life. Exactly. So, so how is he now? Like you make him. Yeah, less you diminish the if, entire thing. Yeah. But maybe that's how the original book is. I don't know. Well, you skipped one of the most horrifying parts leading up to that, <laughs> oh, which Jesus. is so he goes to see this puppet show. He skips school to go see this puppet show, and there the puppets are on stage doing their their like story and they happen to notice him in the audience yeah and they're like one of us <laughs> oh my God, he's a puppet that's a puppet and then they start yelling at him they're like run away run away yeah get out of here and it's like what is happening and he gets up on stage for some reason that i can't remember they and like, wanted to hug to him or something the... yes like what is happening they stopped oh, no. their show 
to do all of this. And then they're like, you have to get away. You have to get away from here. Oh my God. And then he doesn't. And <laughs> now that we've drawn all this attention to you, which you didn't have on you before, <laughs> yes. tell you to run away. <laughs> and now he's stuck with them. And it's like, what just happened? Why are, this seems horrifying. Why are they telling him to run away? Yeah. And we kind of learn why kind of. Well, like, yeah, because like the, the, the puppet master, the guy who like runs this show, they're like, Oh, he's, you know, going to snatch him up and, He's going to be forced to be part of this show, and, which does happen. Yes. And then I'm thinking the whole time, like, wait a minute. This guy wants to lord over these sentient puppets as <laughs> his life. That's... Oh, he, wants to, he wants them like, to give him kisses on his There's hey, a lot of money to be made in 1860s yeah. Italy with puppets, Eric. Well, okay, yes. And it doesn't make any sense. Because, okay, so, again, with Pinocchio supposed to be special. He's a stringless puppet. Oh, my gosh, it's incredible. So, Magna Fuco, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Straboli is easier. Uh, <laughs> even though I feel like a monster. Uh, so he is like trying to have a fire outside. Yeah. Uh, and he's trying to cook his lamb. He's trying to cook his dinner. He's like, this fire's going out. Bring me the puppet. Bring me a puppet to burn. I'm like, why would you burn your sentient puppets? Especially the one that you just and, found. Are, that was special. Yeah, like, like, are they your like, employees? Or, or yes. are they like... Second-class citizen. There's kindling. Around. Like, I don't it know. What... So, it was so weird. It was so bizarre and like so he they bring out one of these string puppets and he's gonna burn him and then pinocchio's like no don't burn him burn me instead and that somehow changed the guy's heart and he's like Cause, okay because yeah, he, he like, realizes sneezes. puppets can have souls i don't know it was so crazy i, I don't know I yeah. hated that yes whole he, business. he show he shows his uh his his heart his, his heart strings through sneezes through sneezing yeah. yes yes and i also right. just please don't make your puppets kiss you on the nose so weird. <laughs> Don't make them so do that. Life tip from Jeff. But then this guy ends up good because he he's warmed by Pinocchio's, I guess, nobility. And he he lets him he money lets to bring one of his slaves free and keeps the yeah. rest. Yep, he's a changed <laughs> man. Everything's fine. But now. then, then there, there was also person. like the awkward. Like, well, guess what? Kiss like Jimmy Cricket stays really trying to pretty like... much an asshole. So, uh, so weird. I hated it. I was like, ah. <laughs> Speaking I was also of, confused uh, about um, go going back to the beginning because Geppetto, you know, he's he's shown as this like down as luck guy, yeah. And then he he sees the puppets and says like, "Oh, I can make these and make money off of them." Yes. And then yes. when P Pinocchio comes to life, he's like, "Oh, a boy!" Like I always <laughs> wanted. I'm like, you didn't <laughs> say that's what you wanted. <laughs> yes. There was no then, of that. And then I'm thinking, like, this is the last guy you should have a kid because he's got not one ounce of his shit together. And no. I don't think he can handle a kid. Like, he's, like, scraping wood chips at the beginning no, no, of the movie, no. eating them. It's cheese. Or, cheese? Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I wasn't cheese. sure. He was scraping oh, okay. the bits off the cheese wheel. I yeah. wasn't sure, but it was it like, this guy is... Eating wood? He doesn't eat a kid. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Not help. Great, yeah. another mouth to feed. <laughs> Does he eat? He's I don't think... Puppet. Well, that's the thing. We don't know the Unclear. rules. Don't, I don't know. He the eats. rules he are up in the air. I think he I think drinks medicine. It, you know, he drinks medicine. I think there's a, at least I think one he does part eat. where he eats something. But yeah. does he need to eat, or is he just doing it? I don't think he I needs to eat because he doesn't really he doesn't die. Feel pain. Not easily, anyway. <laughs> no, he doesn't feel pain. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't feel pain. Oh he gets God. sick. The rules are very confusing. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't feel and pain. I, and I'm also going to say, sick. I would not be surprised if, like, all of this shit is literally right. in the book. And he was like, just, like, like, one to one. And yeah. so, like, and, and that's the thing. If you read a lot of old fairy tales, which I've done, you know, different Me too. different books and, you mm -hmm. know, Grimm's and stuff, you'll hit yeah. those kind of things where you, like, look at it. And not even just, 
that it's unusual or it's not like the version you're used to. Cause mm-hmm. like, I love how dark the grim, like, you know, I've mentioned this on the mm-hmm. show before, like the sisters in Cinderella get their yes. eyes pecked out and it's like, I that's not that. in most versions. And they cut off their toes and their heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those, those are great details that work within the story and they obviously get sanitized, you know, when they do adaptations, but then sometimes you'll also hit things in these stories where you're like, that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would you write it that way? <laughs> like, it just doesn't add up. And so, like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's stuff like that in Pinocchio where it's like, so, you know, some of these people just didn't have editors at the time. It <laughs> just sucks because it's like there is a Pinocchio movie made every, like, 20 years. Roberto Benigni did two of them. He's, like, cursed to do these for the rest of yes. his life. <laughs> he, uh, probably I, more I, made I meant, in Italy. I meant yeah. to mention yeah, that. Right. He, uh, he starred in an early 2000s movie called Pinocchio where he played Pinocchio. And, and he directed also, it, too. Yeah, and he uh, it's hailed as, like, a horrible one of the worst. film. Just like <laughs> one of the worst ever. ever. Yeah. Or at least the American version, which I think they redid some stuff. But That's how I he followed up Life is Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That was, like, a year or two Life after, yeah. <laughs> nuts um but yeah i'm just like why not have your own take on the story like why does that have to be a one-to-one like all these like faithful adaptations of stories that probably aren't very good what i read is that it was like a passion project for this director so he probably grew up with his story and really wanted to do it and maybe it hasn't really been done quite one-to-one if that's the case with this that that i I mean i do think if you're an italian director and you want to make like a true version of the story like faithful adaptation and then you're going to do it where it's not going to be animated you're not going to have hideous mm-hmm. cgi you're going to like do it where it's like you actually had like put some care into it i understand where everybody's coming from with like our response to it but i do think he's coming from it from a point of view of like truly trying to adapt it like in a way that he thinks it needs to be adapted mm-hmm. and like a way that is like meaningful to him um also just throw out another random moment um so pinocchio burns his feet off early in the movie uh, because <laughs> I like he like, so puts, puts them next to the fire and Geppetto comes back and Pinocchio's feet are gone so he's just like his smoldering ashes at his ankles <laughs> and Geppetto starts like thinking about like Hey, maybe I just don't give you feet. You <laughs> ran her off very, <laughs> right away. away. And I, I loved this, uh, and Pinocchio's begging him, and it was like feeling very Annie Wilkes um, from Misery in that moment. Yes, of like, oh, oh if I keep you without any feet, you, you can't, can't go anywhere, away. Pinocchio. <laughs> I actually wrote down in all caps, why would the puppet warm his feet in the fire? We know he can't. He doesn't get cold. Why did he do that? He doesn't know anything. He doesn't get cold. Why would he do that? Why would he think to do that? And then I, I also, I was like, they're gonna burn off and then literally the next scene he has no feet i wrote down lol called it because i was like this is so stupid but like also wouldn't he wouldn't he just like carve new feet in the existing legs so he'd be shorter like he was the same height no i no i think i think it's how i mean i thought about this but i think how like marionettes and shit work he would just make like a little hole yeah he has a you know like with a peg joints yeah yeah, yeah he but he didn't, joint. and that bothered me because in when he you didn't. see him have legs again, they're the same. <laughs> okay. They're the same as they were before. I'm like, how? <laughs> Geppetto's not magic. The wood was magic. <laughs> yeah, magic wood. I don't. Guys, another, no um, Guys another, what are we another, doing? There were a couple other weird moments uh, for me of just like kind of the within the logic of the story. Again, this could be straight from how it's originally told. But so the fox and the cat are the <laughs> despicable characters, and I basically enjoyed their presentation. Like it's weird that they're they're, they're the the actors were great. Yeah, yeah I mean it's weird really that fun. they like I would have preferred if they actually had done them full on fox and cat makeup Agreed. like the other Not ones the because weird in between yeah just like I I don't know like I I you all, we're already going into that world and um 
and I think those guys could have been cool under that kind of makeup. But anyway, they did a good job, um, but there's, and I don't remember how it is in the book, but there's a part where, so basically they're trying to steal money from Pinocchio, and he's he's gotten gold coins from someone, and they're giving him this, like, bullshit of, like, oh, you'll plant these gold coins, and they'll sprout into a tree, and you'll have all kinds of more gold coins. So they're just, like, fucking with them. And so they've been trying to use them and, and like, getting good with them and everything. And eventually they just kind of get frustrated to the point where they, like, put on masks, and they're just going to murder him. And so they're just, like, hanging him. Yes! And he's, he's yeah. you know, not really alive, so he he doesn't die. And then, like, the Blue Fairies people find him and everything. But I was sitting there wondering, like, both when they go to hang him when they're in masks and then later when they meet up with him again and, like, he still has money. I'm sitting there like, well, you're not above murder, so why are you <laughs> just, just doing that from the beginning? Yeah, like, you, right. you don't care yeah. about this kid. You have no emotional connection to him. You clearly will murder him. If you just, like, drown him in the fucking river, like, who's going to know? And you take his you coin just just from – you could still drown him. You could drown him with rocks <laughs> and shit. It's not drowning. It's more just putting him. That was <laughs> putting him. Whatever. Here's a, well, here's you a... chop him up and you burn him in a fire. Oh, Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I just didn't I'm understand like why they like what moral issue they had or and like yeah. no one would know. They're just in the middle of some field in like like I said, eighteen sixties Italy. Nobody knows who the like. Yeah. Nobody knows who Pinocchio is. Like nothing. He'll just disappear. The question I had the whole time with these two. Every like. When he first comes upon them, they're like they're like digging through a shallow river or something for whatever. Oh, they're trying they're, to fish. Yeah, they're fish. trying to yeah. fish, yeah. but they're dumb. Yeah. So they're clearly <laughs> very desperate people, and they see this kid who mentions, "Oh, I've got money I'm bringing to my dad." And they're like, "Oh, you know." So it's just like, and then they start like talking about like, and I'm like, "Okay, they're trying to like trick him out of the money." And I'm thinking like, "Well, if they don't have no scruples and they're desperate, why wouldn't they just like shove him and take the yeah, money and run?" Right? I yeah. mean, maybe because you know he does end up going to the police later when he realizes he's been like swindled by them. But don't even get me started oh, on the police God. situation. I don't know Put why they had that. right. <laughs> yes, I don't know why they even bothered to do that whole elaborate scheme. And then, and then you're right when they trick him into like buying him, buying them food, and they're like, "Now we're gonna tomorrow we're gonna go plant the money." And, and have it more and that's when they like ambush him and and hang him and i'm like well wh- if you were gonna hang him why not just just rob a, him either right, right either there. plant the money and say hey we're gonna come back tomorrow and get it and then when he's asleep just right. leave yes or yeah just shove him and take them <laughs> like yeah I, Listen, we're very smart. We could easily steal money from a fake <laughs> from child. a fake child we would have no problem with yes. it yes <laughs> And obviously the police are no help, so they probably would have known that because they're in this world and right. have experience, I'm sure. Right. Um, so yeah, and then, and then later on, because he, he meets back up with them again after he's gone to the police and nothing happens, and he happens upon them again. And they already tried hanging him from a tree overnight, and it didn't kill him. And then they don't know what this thing is. It's like... 19th century Italy, they probably would assume it's a demon from hell or something. And it comes back into their lives and they're like, not, let's run away from this, not, it, this must be destroyed, this thing, whatever it is. It's, let's swindle more money out. Hey, buddy. Let's try another elaborate plan and let's just try to, it's like, I don't know. No. The, uh, the cop scene, so Pinocchio eventually goes to like a magistrate or something to plead his case and the magistrate is like this monkey 
character. Um, and you say he goes to the cops. He literally was in one scene, and then all of a sudden he's, he's in there. Front of this yeah, I know. Right. Magistrate. There is what? no connection <laughs> whatsoever. So no I think that's when I checked so, the time well, code because I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> And there's like police like in the courtroom and there, I don't know, dog people or something. I don't know exactly what they were, but, um, but yeah, what I didn't understand was we, his nose grew in an earlier scene exactly. with, the, with the blue, Thank the you. blue fairy or the fairy with the turquoise hair. I think uh. is like her official name. So he's like, there's like a girl version of her. And then later she's a grown up lady. Um, and, oh, she's, okay. uh, and so in one of the scenes his nose grows and then it's like kind of pecked down away to birds to like normal size but it grows because of lying but that's like the only scene in the film where you'd get the nose growing again probably how it is in the book i would guess and we obviously associate pinocchio with like that being an ongoing thing a part Mm -hmm. of his character but then when he gets in front of the judge to like get out of it it's like basically opposite day in there and he has (laughs) to like say you know oh i stole a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. i stole jewels and food he has like just make shit up so the judge will give him get him uh, let him go and his nose doesn't grow throughout any of that and i'm sitting there like it's a fucking pinocchio movie what are you doing what are you doing (laughs) he's lying (laughs) yeah yeah and he'd actually lied a little bit in the scene before we see his nose grow too he uh was basically in a he needed to take some medicine and he was in a sort of depressive state and he's like I don't want to live I don't care if I live or die and I was like ah, yeah, ah, yeah, I thought that was going to be yeah. the nose growing and it wasn't I was like well, here's, all right I'm, I'm willing to give that. him the benefit of the doubt before it grows the first time just because since the blue fairy is magical she might have like once it happens yeah. it's like okay she has now made this a part of him but yeah, once maybe. you've established that like now you can't it's take it away it, yeah. yeah it's like that's so, that's a thing uh, now. Yeah. Right. And the whole, the monkey judge was like, <laughs> basically, Pinocchio talks about, okay, I was robbed and I'm totally innocent. And the monkey's like, you're innocent. You're going to jail. That's how it works here. That's our system. And I was like, stupid. I handed the commentary here, Pinocchio. I, yeah, I, some, <laughs> I might do some Italian social commentary. Yeah, exactly. It was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that, uh, that crosses borders. We, we, yeah, we've right. got some of that over here. <laughs> Just oh, very, like, in your face. It's very intense. No subtlety. Like, it's just, I guess, you could never accuse this movie of subtlety in any aspect. No, nope. None of that oh, here. Jesus. No. None of that here. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about a lot of the issues that we have with it, which is fine. And I think uh, it would make sense to zero in on, like, kind of the main issue that has been raised. We haven't uh, touched much, much on it. Is the, like, length and the slowness, because it is about two hours long. I mean, some of that's credits, but it's about uh, an hour, 55 minutes. And, you know, once Jess, once you raised that to me, like I said, I was I was behind you um, in watching it. Yeah, sorry, I and... thought you had already watched it. And so... No, no, no. It, I mean, it, it, it's fine. It just gave, it put it on my radar of like, oh, okay. And so, you know, maybe it made me more aware of it and thinking of it as it went. Mm-hmm. It is long. I agree. But I was sitting there watching it, trying to think about that, and like, okay, so what is the issue? Um, because obviously we've seen tons of, like, two-hour movies, and I'm sure we've watched fan- fantasy movies in a similar kind of vein that are two hours that we're, like, totally cool with. I think it's just that when you, if you watch it and you kind of, like, deconstruct what's happening in scenes everything takes five times longer than it really should. And most of the time that's because of dialogue. 
So yes. the characters will talk about something and they will say something in five lines <laughs> that could be conveyed in one. Yes. And I'm not really exaggerating. They'll just no, kind of yes. like, the dialogue will be like nothing. It'll just like, they'll go back and forth when like, if you, t you could cut a half an hour out of this movie, you would improve it. You would tell the exact same story. Yes. If you tighten the dialogue where it was just, the dialogue was like, just cut to the bone, doing what it needs to do, clever, mm -hmm. funny, and moving the scene along. But there'll be these scenes where, like, we're focused with the blue fairy in the bed, you know, like Pinocchio's sick, or we're with Geppetto doing something or whatever we're in. And the scene, there's just so much dialogue back and forth between characters. And it's not, like, witty dialogue. It's not clever dialogue. It's just all it's basically, just like, kind of exposition <laughs> True. that gets us from one place to another. And it's you could do it so much more efficiently. Again, this could just be a European sensibility thing. But... I feel like you could have condensed the movie just from that and you would have retained like everything else in terms of the plot and it wouldn't have affected yeah. anything. I agree. Like there were so many parts where it was just characters repeating the same phrase back and yes. forth. Mm. And I was like, do they think this is really hilarious? Like, they think, like... well, I wonder that because our subtitles were not great. Mm. I think we could all yeah. agree. Yes. They were yeah, pretty mediocre case, subtitles. Yeah. And I wonder like the, the, uh, pronouns were all over the place yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he she and it pretty interchangeable mm. at any given moment um so i wonder how much of maybe there was clever dialogue maybe there was wit that's to fair it that nope. well, no no totally jess lost. just watched i the watched the english dub Amazon. and oh i can tell you there was still... not <laughs> okay Great. thank there you well... there were no jokes in this movie withdrawn <laughs> But no, that is that is a fair point to raise, Jack, because uh, I think before you came on, I was explaining when I find movies, they don't always come with subtitles and I have to track them down. And there's like websites where people will upload subtitles and I have to just kind of hope that the subtitles like <laughs> make sense. And as I was watching this one, I was like, OK, I think this is probably an Italian speaker who is trying their best to translate this to English. <laughs> and it, it was about 80 percent there. Yeah, but yeah, totally. there was like some stuff where it was like, yeah, that's not what is really being said right now. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. Anything else on the length or like dialogue aspects? Because that was my assessment of like why I think it feels so long because we kind of like know what a scene is about and what it's trying to do, mm -hmm. and then it just keeps and it like, keeps going. Yep. No, that's a yeah. good assessment. Like, yeah, it was just like, oh my god, I get it. Move on. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Yeah. And the Italians are watching this movie like, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> I've only had one glass of wine, please. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, um, why don't we talk about like positive things that we liked about the movie yeah. that succeeded? Because, I mean, there were several moments that like I really enjoyed and just you know, in a two-hour movie, like, several moments doesn't really amount to much. So uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, so that's what I want to talk about. I will say I think it looks beautiful yes, throughout. Um, I mean, some scenes stand out more than others, like, in the cinematography, but I don't think at any point does it look like – I mean, it, there's, it's kind, there's kind of a drabness just because it's trying to have this, like, earthy – you know fairy tale feel but then so it's not like super colorful even the colorful stuff is so, sort of muted mm -hmm. but it all works within the world that they're constructing and so um the look of it's great which i as i said i've seen tale of tales and the look of that one is fantastic so that doesn't surprise me so the cinematography is everything i wanted out of it basically 
um, and does have like a Gilliam kind of vibe at times. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, I think the locations are excellent. Like every single mm-hmm. location that they picked worked extremely well, looked really good, felt exactly the tone of the movie. So I was very impressed with how they chose locations. Um, I also think another good aspect as much as it pains me to say it, is the puppet makeup. Uh, I guess the makeup in general. But the puppet, like, especially for Pinocchio, like, it kind of ages throughout the movie, which is interesting. Like, he gets weathered uh, in ways that are really Mm -hmm. interesting. He gets more um, kind of dense and stuff on him. And at one point, I think I wrote down, like, get this wooden boy some oil. Like, he just (laughs) needs to moisturize uh, because he's getting more and more. And then finally, when he meets up with Geppetto at the end, spoiler uh, he does actually like. There's this moment where Geppetto's kind of like putting uh, like glue I think or, yeah. or something. something. Yeah, he's like yeah. fixing him up yeah, a little yeah. bit, and I was like, well, "That's really cool." Mm-hmm. And it fit well with the. It was it was very impressive. Once I noticed that they were doing that, it was I, I kept watching it in every scene and every time you would see him. It's just kind of further, a little more cracked, a little. Yeah, more I, I noticed the, the crack stuff when he's like fixing him up at the end, but I didn't notice the progression of sure, the went. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like, okay, so we already mentioned Roberto Benigni as Geppetto, I think was so good. Um, I wish we had hung out with him more, like more cuts back to his journey, um, just because I really enjoyed watching his performance. Um, I don't feel like there was an emotional connection between him and Pinocchio, like that felt like earned or like yeah valid. it did feel a little like, unearned just because of the just because he's absent for so yeah, long yeah and so yeah. i was like i he don't know up, why you yeah. love your babo so much because you <laughs> barely know him you ran away from him first chance you got like you're constantly betraying him i don't know yes. it's like i don't know um but yeah his performance great. um i really liked the blue fairy um yes. i i thought her character was awesome didn't love the snail no, can we, I, I love can this, we get I love away from that? The, the look of the snail, but yeah, yeah. very creepy. I didn't like her. Well, I want Why do we need this? I want it to get <laughs> creepy and weird. No, I but I liked yes, the blue fairy. That's what fairy tales are. I know, but like, no, no. Um, <laughs> that's not an answer. It's not a retort. <laughs> just no. no. Just no. Just no. Um, and I said at the beginning, but with the last half hour, kind of got me. Um, where, you know, they finally, uh, you know, the boys get turned into donkeys. And that was like, that was I got funny. emotional. I was like, oh, my God. Because they they show them the next day, like, being sold. And it's just like, these yeah. are people's yeah. sons. <laughs> like, they're never going to see them again. I was like, oh, my yes. God. Um, so that got me. Kind of. We don't know if Pinocchio is a real boy. <laughs> real son yes that's true that's fine but he the only non-son is the one who gets the the one who gets, i know <laughs> all the other all the other sons yes. are screwed right also this movie does let you uh see a donkey drown to death just about yeah. uh, oh they, they, i did not a like CG, that a, a cgi donkey did uh, not to be like... fair, but they uh <laughs> they do like put uh their pinocchio gets sold to uh like a carnival the circus to yeah tricks to do tricks as a donkey and uh and he like injures his leg because he doesn't know how to do any of this stuff and so the so the circus sad. just got to get rid of him and then they're going to skin him for his coat they say uh to use as a drum um and so they tie a big rock around his neck 
and then they throw the rock into, uh, into the oh sea God. or something. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a CGI donkey here um, compared to the donkey go whoop, compared to back when we watched oh. um, uh, Dial Code Santa Claus when they were just oh. dropping <laughs> dogs through the floor. Uh, but it's still like you're seeing like this donkey like underwater. Um, I did not like, like that. Fake, but it's well presented. But I was like, yeah. all right, that's a pretty dark moment. Uh, yeah. Movie. yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, it well, was when I was thinking like. Okay, hanging him from a tree overnight didn't kill him. Uh, <laughs> he's turned into a donkey through more magic. A real donkey. Try to drown him. Does that kill him? Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Why is he a well, real donkey? I think it, Wouldn't I think he it be a would have, donkey? Though, but the, a wooden donkey, yeah. you would think. I think I he would have died, but the blue fairy saved him. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yes. That's true. That's the all the fish suddenly appeared around him, and then... They eat off the donkey skin. Yeah. 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 Magic <laughs> up into a puppet. Yeah. yeah that so those were like emotional beats that were really hitting for me of like oh my god i don't like watching i mean animals in peril no no even if they're cgi like no please don't um but i really got emotional too when the blue fairy was in the audience and like watching she oh like knew gosh. and i was like oh my god and then He's i thought the whole paltry tricks yeah, yeah i thought the whole monstro bit worked I liked the tuna. I liked the tuna. And did the... you? I did. I thought he was he funny. Was one of the, <gasps> the, the tuna. Uh, he was so, the only so one just I liked. For, any, for anyone who who doesn't know, because you haven't seen this movie, like so, they have a lot of actors in really elaborate makeup, and so they have people who like are like bird people, and they have like the the monkey judge, and they have like presumably like dog cops or whatever the they are and the snails they have like a lady in like a huge like snail outfit with like snail antenna and stuff but yeah so then they have basically well okay going back to monty python's the meaning of life it made me think of morning 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 <laughs> where like they have graham chapman and john cleese and all the people where they have like fake fish heads yeah. attached yeah. to yeah. their real heads and they're walking totally. by that's what this is. It's like an actor with a big fake fish head, and then obviously his body is below, like the water level. Um, but it's it's kind of unsettling. Um, it, there's the Monty Python, kind of. there's a Monty Python connection, <laughs> but it also sort of looks like some stuff that was done in like Mighty Boosh. Like it was very like mm. old Greg and yeah. some other uh... Ooh, old Greg. Yes, that's accurate. Very old yeah. Greg. That whole situation was very old Greg. I I God. thought oh, so oh the one time I laughed. Jack, I can't remember the exact lines, but it was the circus like people after they had thrown over yes. Pinocchio in the cliff. Like I just thought them dealing with the situation of like I don't want to go get him. I don't know. I can't swim. And then just yeah. like then when Pinocchio emerges as a real as a boy swimming, they're like, "Who are you?" I'm just like the whole bit was like really fun for me. I was like, I'm enjoying fun. this part. I thought yeah. I thought certain stray bits were amusing. I don't remember what they were, but I was just like, oh, that's kind of cute. Or mm-hmm. just like something Pinocchio would do or something maybe the fox or the cat would do. Um, so there were occasional bits. But, yeah, it's definitely – it's not trying to be like a fun-filled family romp. It's no. definitely darker. It's trying to be more authentic to the book. But that said, you could probably have some jokes. Some moments of levity. Somewhere. Like, somewhere. Because like it, it also obviously doesn't have any songs. And not all fantasy stuff does, but a lot of fantasy stuff often will incorporate that. And so, like, you don't have songs and you don't really have, like, levity and jokes. You've got some really gorgeous uh, cinematography and some cool makeup effects. Um, but you also have a movie that probably is feeling way too long. So you kind of need something to kind of keep keep the razzmatazz going. <laughs> um, but <Or> it's, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I found myself laughing a lot at, like, just the Jiminy Cricket bits. Because, <laughs> and it's not intentional. Yeah, because yeah. His whole, I mean, his role in the movie is he's supposed to be a, a guide and, like, put him on the, the straight and narrow path. Kind of. But the way he does it is he just pops out behind shit and yells at yells him. Yells at him. <laughs> it's like, well, no wonder he's not listening to you. Yeah. And then the third time he shows up is when, like, I think he gets washed ashore and then he wakes up in this bed. And Jiminy Crick is just standing over, like, yelling at him, like, this is what happens, you don't fucking listen to me, you almost die. And then he just, like, leaves the room, and that's the last we see of him. It's just like, that's your spirit guide, like. (laughs) Hey, look, Pinocchio is a shitty little boy, and this is the best he's going to (laughs) get. Yeah, the first time that we meet Grillo, uh, like, we're in Geppetto's workshop. And Pinocchio's alone, and he's like, hears some noises, and he looks up at the ceiling, and this person dressed as a cricket <laughs> is, like, peering down the ceiling at him. And he just, they start, like, screaming at each other for, like, no reason. Yeah. It's just this child puppet boy screaming at the ceiling bug, and it's like, what is happening in this scene? And then Pinocchio throws something at him and hurts him, and he starts crying. crying. Like, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Why? Uh, yeah. It was so weird. I will reiterate once again that this film was very well reviewed overall. <laughs> I don't understand. I think people are looking at it as like, I don't know. I, this, these, I genuinely don't know. They might be, it might be more European reviews too. Like, so I don't yeah. know if. Like, yeah, they don't know. They don't know shit. No, well, right. no. <laughs> what I'm saying is that we might not so know I'm shit. No, I'm aware. Well, the, so. the audience score for this on Rotten Tomatoes is really low. But the critics well, score is very high. Yes, I, I, I'm not also. I'm also not like a big fan or proponent of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So, uh, so there's that. Yes. But yeah, I, I did just see that it wasn't like critically reviled. Uh, yeah, which, which I don't I get. I, it's not a horrible movie. It's just not. I wrote down that it was uh, fantastical, but not charming. Like, sure. I yeah, feel like it didn't. See that. Nothing yes. charming. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you just missed that element. There's yeah. there's very little heartwarming about it. And yeah. I think like there are just a few small tweaks you could have made yeah. that really would have given us buy in. Yeah. I think I think, yeah, having Roberto Benini not in it most of the time. Yeah. Really he hurts was it. the most yeah. charming element. And you you could have bounced back to him because there was times where he was like out looking for Pinocchio, but they kinda dropped that mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. And then he's just absent and then they meet up again in the whale. Um, and you know, from there, yeah, the movie works really well because there is like, you know, a lot of actual like emotion going on, yeah. mm. even though it is slightly unnerved at that point, but it's still like, it, I think it still works. Yeah. Um, a couple of, uh, background production type stuff that I did find. Um, so I think I pulled this from like IMDb. So I'll just quote it. After several adaptations that had made the story family friendly, the director wanted this movie to go back to the grim atmosphere and satirical tone of the original novel, complete with depictions of cruelty and extreme poverty. Garone said that much of the criticisms of the film's violent content came from adults, while children in test audiences were quite relaxed about that aspect. And then Hmm. on a different note, he also said that the scenes in Toyland, which is like Land of Toys, um, were a disaster to film. (laughs) Dozens of children extras were let loose on the set, but instead of happily playing with each other, most of them were starting fights over who could play with what. Garone stated that it initially looked more like a battlefield than a playground, which is perfect for the Land of Toys. That's ideal. The Land of Toys, just in case you don't know, like that's the original name in this and in the novel. 
for what is probably more commonly known these days as like Pleasure Island from the uh, 1940s Disney version. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was called The Land of Toys in the book. And it did look fun. That was something I yeah. wrote down. It's like that part of the movie yeah. when, when he gets there and all the kids are playing, there's big slides and like all these different games. Way more. And, and then like, when the old so creepy guy steps in, I'm like, oh, you brought up the Neverland Ranch. In in your Amazon version, I wonder uh, how it was translated because in our version, he keeps calling them cupids. Oh my god! Oh, I can't I What's can't remember. I wondered if maybe he was calling them angels or something, and it was getting translated weird. It might have been angels. It was weird. I mean, cupids like, would make yeah. sense. Cupids like, you know, didn't like really, little, yeah. I mean, because they're like little kids or little cherubs boys, or but, something like yeah, yeah. cherubs, yeah. Um, yeah, Cupid's. Ugh, he was. I li- He was creepy, but yeah. I liked that he was creepy. But I, I liked it. Okay. He was perfect. Because this is, yeah, that's when I want it to be creepy. Way more innocent than the 1940s version, where they're like drinking and smoking and shooting oh, yeah, pool totally. and like. Yes. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like oh, drinking, oh, smoking, oh, yeah. And pool. The, the shooting pool. I like that Jess is going with the uh, music <laughs> man. Take care. Oh, y'all got <laughs> <in> trouble. <laughs> The capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. pool. Pretty soon they'll be saying things like swell and so is your old man. (laughs) And we're really in trouble. Well, that's what they did. Find a copy of Captain Billy's Whiz Bag. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. We just, we couldn't miss that opportunity. No. And I appreciate that in this, like, all the body horror uh, was cut to a minimum. Like, they kind of, like, cut away when they're full donkeys. The transformation? The donkey transformation? Yeah, I thought it was kind of Even what they showed. Tame. Yeah, it was... It was tame, but even what they showed was pretty horrifying because they were very upset. They like, were they very were upset. Scared. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a lot of emotional to it rather than it wasn't rather a than, full, like visual, like, full yeah. on animorph situation. Yeah, give, like, give me uh, give me American Werewolf in London effects. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> it, was, it was not great, but they're oh, all and all, they they were like screaming that's turning into brain. Yeah, was, like, that oh, was very. That was upsetting. I, I did think like that it. was it was an odd choice because that was one of the few times where I felt like I noticed that they were using CGI. So when they do yes. the ears those mm-hmm. ears are cgi and the i know they did it CGI. so that they could like the ears could move yeah but i figured well even if it was makeup you could put something in there that like just yeah. kind of fluttered the ears so yeah. it was surprising yeah. that they uh went with cgi in that moment when it didn't seem necessary but yeah, yeah. Um, um i'll throw out one other thing that i really like and uh i i usually will notice this stuff more than some people so I, it might you might not have picked up on it or whatever um but the uh the score I really like the score in this. It's very you know, true, very beautiful, uh, very playful and whimsical. And before this movie came out, like I'll track down scores and stuff. And on one of the sites I'm on, um, I came across it. So I've I've had the score for a while before even seeing it. So it's just a really good score, independent of the film. Um, and so uh, I do dig that. And so like all the kind of like elements that are going into this in terms of the production, I feel are are pretty much on point. Even if some things are like bizarre and you know, oh, you wouldn't do an American movie that way or whatever, but, like, I'm cool with it. It's just, yeah, I, I agree, like, the length of it and the length of scenes of how, how long they feel is what I think drags it down, where if you had a leaner hour-and-a-half version of this with some jokes, uh, I think it probably would have, like, you know, been a different kind of experience. I did, there were just like two lines that I wrote down that I actually liked. <laughs> uh, one of them was during the, at the very beginning of the donkey transformation, 
uh, Pinocchio says to his friend, did you also wake up with strange ears today? <laughs> and uh, the friend responded with, a little bit, yes. <laughs> that was cute. That was like a nice, I liked that. Um, and then the uh, hybrid horror of the tuna fish that we meet. Um, I liked it. <laughs> which I can't believe, I can't believe Jess is defending him when there's a weird, like, he's like, could you kiss me? I've never been kissed. I'm a oh, fish. Yeah. No, he oh, said, he said, he said, no, he said he was he never kissed afterwards. afterwards. He didn't ask. Pinocchio. Oh. Yeah, kissed him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Pinocchio kissed him. You're right, yeah. right. Pinocchio kissed him just because that's what you do. You kiss. You him. No, because he, sa- he saved his life. He saved both. Yeah, him he's and his showing humanity life. towards him. He's fine. trying to. He's uh. trying to grow. Anyway, but the fish, the weird ass fish, does say. Um, do you have a fish uh, phobia funny. now? Do we have to wrap this into an episode? Uh, it's essentially a puppet fish. I think it fits in with my previous phobia. It's more puppet than fish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. Uh, and this one is just really minor. I just liked it a little bit. Um, he's like basically trying to justify not trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when you are born a tuna, there is more satisfaction in dying underwater than in oil. I know. And I liked that line. In olive I oil. That was a good line. And in, in the uh, English dub, yeah, he says in olive oil, and I'm like, oh, that's like very italian of you guys yeah. which makes me feel a little bit bad for how much i really love tuna fish and oil i know like, it's extremely I know. good and i eat it a lot because it's great <laughs> eric what was the line that you said got mangled from the translation that you really liked oh uh, so uh, at the end when he runs into the the grifters one last time and he's finally like nope i'm not listening to you cat and fox anymore i know you're trying to trick me we're not friends blah 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 <laughs> and then they're still like pleading after him as he's like he's like you know goodbye forever i'm walking away <laughs> And they're like, no, please, Pinocchio, blah, blah, blah. And then Pinocchio, Pinocchio says, no, I don't helmet anymore. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think helmet was the word. <laughs> yes. I did not notice that. <laughs> what, do you know what they, what he actually says, Jess? Do you remember? Oh, my. Uh, why would I remember that? Okay. No. I don't know. Watch the, I thought maybe it was like, I'm not going to help you anymore, maybe. Yeah, oh, it's probably like. I, I'm, I know, I'm not helping anymore. Yeah. yeah just, I'm not helmet anymore. No, not helmet anymore. <laughs> You guys should watch the English dub because I'm gonna be oh, mimicking. Oh, we should all watch it again for like mimic- do another podcast. I'm gonna be mimicking yeah, Pinocchio's voice. I'm like, Bobo, no. please, Bobo, I miss you, Bobo. <laughs> Just keep like walking around because he's oh, wait, so you cute. Watched- His voice is so oh, you adorable. You watch the English dub and not the subtitles. Yeah, I just watched the English dub. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a, he had a pretty high. Uh, maybe it was more exaggerated with the English dub. He, uh, uh, I think, well, he actually did do his own voice. Some of the people were dubbed by different actors, like Roberto. Oh, he did his own. Yeah, the the little boy did his own dubbing, and then some of the other people. He was like, he was really cute. I found him very charming, like his voice and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's someone did. Maybe he's more charming in English. Without all that creepy makeup. Yeah, it's not the boy. It's everything surrounding the boy. Oh, no, the makeup is creepy, but, like... It's creepy. I liked liked his performance. I thought he did a great job. Uh, Another note, just throughout, I know earlier, Jess, you were saying that every 20 years, there's a new Pinocchio movie. (laughs) In fact, within this, like, span of three years, there's going to be, I think, at least four Pinocchio movies because there's this one that just came out. There yeah. is a Guillermo del Toro stop mm-hmm. motion one that has been in the works for like 15 years yeah. that I have been waiting for. Yeah. And then like Netflix finally like officially greenlit it. And so that yes. one's like coming up and it has a great cast. And so I'm very excited on that. There is one of those Disney ones that Robert Zemeckis yeah. is doing. And then there oh, a friend, a friend randomly yeah. sent me a link 
for some animated one that I don't know either just came out or is going to come out that looks with terrible. Polly Shore, Shore as Pinocchio, <laughs> and his voice is just—I mean, you know, because he's like fifty-five or whatever he is, and he's yes, like Polly doing Shore. his normal voice as Pinocchio <laughs> and that whole kind of you know like buddy like that kind of shit. But he's Pinocchio. It's like I was Sorry watching that. the trailer. My friend sent it, no context, and I'm watching the trailer, and I'm like, the like they got uh, Tom Kinney, who's uh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob and a bunch of other stuff. Oh right. They yeah. uh, he's doing Geppetto, and so like when I when he first comes on screen as Geppetto, I'm like, I I don't know it's him, but I definitely hear like, oh that's a Geppetto voice. That's like an old you know weathered character mm-hmm. that works. Okay, and then Pinocchio speaks. And I was just immediately like, this is Polly terrible. Shore. Like, like, well, no, I didn't know who it oh, was. Okay. And so I'm, I'm watching it and I was like, this is terrible. Like, why wouldn't you get like a talented child actor from somewhere? Cause it was clearly an adult or why don't you get like someone like is basically like, how is this the best person that you could get for this role? And then by the end of the trailer, it's like, and starring Polly Shore. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Goofy I'm, scenes with like uh, Pinocchio token it up, like, stone off his gourd. I mean, and that's my, when he my the best, fairy, like what? It's a I'm really cheap pool. looking one. Yeah. It's really cheap looking. My best Too guess far, is yes. a lot of these things they try to get some kind of name actor so that like because mm-hmm. par- they want parents to take kids, and so if you have someone who's a name actor, then you're going to be more inclined. Yeah. But granted, but so Polly Shore was probably the best. But it's probably the best they could do. That's the insane thing. Yeah, like no one wanted. They're like, absolutely not. <laughs> this sucks. And, and Polly Shore was just, you know, like flattered to be asked. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Aww. so they're going to be uh, more more Pinocchio movies on the horizon. No. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, we can probably wrap up. I think we're probably in a good place. Anyone mm-hmm. have any other final notes before we uh, get to the end here? I hated it. <laughs> you didn't hate it. You said you liked some stuff about it. Like, I liked, like, 15 minutes of the movie of two hours. Like, come on. No, well, I will never get that time back. I don't, it's fine if you didn't like it, but I would say, like, but that, I don't think that jives with what you were saying of the things you thought you appreciated of how mm. it was made. You just didn't like this, how it told the story, which I, you know, I can understand and agree. Um. <laughs> all right if you hated yeah. it that's fine i just feel like that's not representative of the conversation we just had that's all but if you hated it okay um i'll say something i liked <laughs> oh yeah um i suppose i mean this is probably going back to the source material although i haven't read the original book but um because at first i was watching his journey about okay if he's if it's just about a boy kind of becoming growing you know within the world um you know at first and he you have the scene in the police station where they're just kind of like oh innocents go free and guilty people are or innocents like get locked up and guilty people so he he you know flips it and says oh then i'm guilty i did this and this and um you know and it's kind of like it's pretty grim because it's like he's he's growing by partaking in the corrosive behavior of society in order to like function Mm. in it but then as the movie goes along you know, you have the scene with, you know, he, he's in that school where the teacher's like a tyrant and he hits people with the whip and then, and then he takes his power away because he can't feel pain. So the teacher like can't hurt Pinocchio for getting an answer wrong. Um, so he starts like using what makes him unique to like 
better himself in the world and that culminates at the end when he's getting out of the whale and Geppetto's like we can't get to the surface and he's like well I can float because I'm made of wood so like um, I think yeah I think if they if it hit harder and I think it did a little towards the end of the movie and maybe if like yeah like you guys are saying like so much of it was so slow that and it, it, Pinocchio felt like a dick most of the time that it wasn't like as um, as entertaining of a <laughs> A personal journey but i think if if that had been played up a little better i think it could have been a more enjoyable film yeah agreed all right would you recommend 2019 italian pinocchio no <laughs> not okay maybe so if somebody's a big fan of uh practical effects uh, and is really into foreign films. Um, like I, I've mentioned before that often my first question to myself is, would I recommend this to my dad? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I could see my dad not hating this. He loves foreign films. Uh, he's a big nerd. And he might not hate it. But at the same time, I don't think there was enough to it that I would give it an enthusiastic recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um has anybody ever seen like the 1985 Alice in Wonderland TV? I grew up watching that. I feel like I'm the only person on the Adventures in Wonderland who's ever seen it. A, a, a TV movie? Yeah, it was like They've a, done a, a TV few version. Of them. I, I saw the 99 version that had like Gene Wilder in it and a bunch of people, no, but I don't think I've seen one. the 80s it's one. One before that, but they oh, also man. did a lot of like people in makeup things, and it wasn't as well done as this. But it's like if just if you're a fan of that, then maybe maybe, but. Never, this would never be in my pocket to be like it, it's not weird enough to be like you gotta see this weird film and it's not funny mm-hmm. enough it's like there's not much to laugh at it's just kind of blah but like again artistically done blah but <laughs> still blah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I, I would say similar if, if, if you're really into like good makeup or you know a Pinocchio completist and you want to see and it, but it is, it's also like a, a different adaptation so if you do want to see like like a, a darker version and one that's probably more of a faithful adaptation then yeah but yeah I think it, trying to recommend this as a movie in general it's like it isn't super enjoyable even when you account for what the positive aspects of it are um, so yeah unless it's a very specific thing I wouldn't I probably wouldn't recommend it but it's you know I, I, like I said I, I I liked it overall but I think it's a very um it's like a little long and it's not like yeah super funny but Jess oh I said no but yeah I it like <laughs> pisses me off because like I was reading some of the positive critics reviews and I just hate this whole attitude of like this isn't your mama's Pinocchio, like, fucking, I can do a fucking gritty reboot, guys, but, like, make it fun, like, make it interesting, add something new, and, like, I don't give a shit that, like, you, I don't know, it was, I just hate, like, the whole attitude of, like, oh, what do you want, like, dancing and songs and enjoyment, and, like, yeah, I'd like to enjoy movies, thank you, like, so... That's my whole life. Angriest I've ever heard Jess in my whole life. <laughs> well, I was just reading. You know these, what? Like... Geppetto gouging his eyes out with a spoon because he misses <laughs> Pinocchio so much. <laughs> I was reading these reviews. I'm just like, come on. 
Yeah. All right. So, so um, for myself, I would recommend it. But yeah, definitely some caveats. Like I, I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it. So I liked more than I disliked. I think, yeah, it's just, it's bloated and it's bloated in a weird way. It's not bloated like there's just too much happening in the movie. It's just like these scenes are so slow and not like I know what's happening in the scene and then we have three more minutes of it. Um, that's it's bloated in that way in a weird way that you don't normally get with movies um, or I, I haven't noticed it. But that said, I would still recommend it for kind of some of the same reasons people are saying like the look of it, the music, the practical effects, the makeup effects, the cinematography. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the experience of a lot of those aspects, even if the movie could be a slog at times. And I think certain scenes in the movie do, does work, they do work really well, but they're just bogged down by. I mean, I think like the the what what was it called land land of toys stuff like that worked about as well as like I would want for like a live action Pinocchio yeah. kind of thing, um, and some of the other sequences like the the puppet show I think could have gotten more razzmatazz and more stuff to it when Pinocchio gets like when he's the um, yeah I know Jack but no we all know you hate puppets um, and then when he gets like taken as the donkey you could have like expanded on some of that you could have gotten pretty elaborate with the cat and uh, fox, fox makeup like that could have been a fun place to do some stuff anyway um but overall, I mean, I think it's an interesting thing to watch. I don't know how many people are going to walk away, like, loving it and wanting to own it or anything like that. But one note I wrote down to myself, um, you know, because Jess had given me her uh, early criticisms of that. Uh, <laughs> what did you say again, Jess? It was uh, that this was an act of violence <laughs> that I was sending this to you. Still agree. Um so, well, Jess, or Jack, you're in a completely different position. It was probably an act of violence. <laughs> sure. Yes, it to you, but... admitted as much for this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one note I put down for myself is I would rather watch this movie in the way it's presented, the visuals of it, the artistry that's going into it, so the music, the makeup effects, the practical effects. I would rather watch that than just about any of those Disney live action reanimated corpses that they uh, have been stringing true. out to that's the true. theaters mm, for true. the last yeah. five, six years. And I've watched a lot of those. Is like, Pinocchio coming? They're not. It is, no, that's the Remek- Zemeckis that's, one. Yeah. He's, he's oh, doing that. And, and the thing is, I, I've not seen them in theaters. I've watched some of them. And they're based, you know, they're movies. The originals are a lot of movies that I really like. But my big issue with those is it's they are virtually taking the exact same script from movies that yes. they made decades mm-hmm. prior. They're yes. tweaking it slightly. They, they add stuff. They add a scene here. They change a character in this way. But like 90 to 95% of it is the exact same thing. Yes. It's just going from animation, which is beautiful, lovely, wonderful, amazing animation, mm-hmm. to then live action. So you're already in a position where it's like you, your brain cannot help but compare yeah. to yeah. what came before. And I've, I've made this argument to other people. It's like, I think it's just a bad idea to do, period. If you took live action and tried to take like the same script and put it in animation it would be bad like back the future is amazing if you tried to do like the same basic script of back the future and now we're just going to make it animated it's like cool it might be okay but you're just going to constantly be comparing it and be like it's just not like just don't do this and you know disney is making money at it and so it's it's clearly working i have not seen one of these in the theater but i've watched a number of them when they've come out like the cgi lion king was like probably one of the most 
pointless exam pointless Ugh, exercises in filmmaking yeah. I could ever imagine. It wasn't even bad. It's just why does this exist? It's not even live action. It's all a cartoon. Yep. Yes. So yes. you yeah. took you took an animated <laughs> film and made a different animated film with the same yes. script. Yes. So that's kind of my issue with a lot of the Disney ones. And so like this movie I feel is at least coming from a pl- and that and just what you're saying of like some of those critics might be kind of in the back of their minds coming from a similar place of like, at least this movie is coming from a place of passion and mm-hmm. someone who wants to tell this story instead of like, and I'm, I'm not anti Disney, but I am anti Disney in this stuff. Like, please stop, stop doing these pointless, <laughs> the pointless. The are awful. Yeah. And awful. there, there is one, there is exactly one that I, I am looking forward to. And it's supposedly this year. There's not an official date, and I think it's going to go straight to Disney Plus, unfortunately, because I would prefer it to be in the theater. The director of the fucking Green Knight, David Lowry, he also directed a ghost story, and he's done several other movies. He's been kind of under the radar. He hasn't, like, broken out to be, like, a big mainstream name yet, but every movie I've seen by him has been, you know, at least good and is always beautifully shot. So he's doing Peter Pan and Wendy. And he, we talked about this, I think, a little bit on our Wendy episode. Like, he's or, – or I read it afterwards maybe. I don't know. But basically, he's kind of like – he's going to try to make it I, – I can't – he the way he described it on some podcast or something was, like, just kind of like that they'd be, like, wild children that could fly or something. Like, he was trying <laughs> to, like, do something with it that's not just, yeah. oh, we're just going to, you know, do what they did in the 50s with Peter Pan. So I think he's going to actually try – I wish Good. it would be in the theater. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in the theater. It probably is just going to get put on Disney Plus, and then if it is, I don't know if it's going to then go to DVD or Blu-ray, which fucking sucks because like all these Disney Plus shows, some of them are good, and they just won't release them because mm-hmm. it's like buy Disney Plus. Yeah. Anyway, that's the one where I'm like hopeful because I do like the Peter Pan story, and because I kind of trust that guy and thinking that he will do something with it. But this is my rant, just that overall, I'm not a fan of those things, and I would rather watch something like this that's a passion project that, yeah, we might agree, it doesn't quite, you know, make it past the mark. I'd rather watch this than the reanimated corpses of previous (laughs) Disney successes. I will give you that. Yeah. Fair, yeah. That's fair. And also, in the Beauty and the Beast live-action version... Uh, Emma Watson, right? That's her name. Mm-hmm. Emma yes. Watson mm-hmm. had a robot in her fucking throat. I don't know what they were doing, but she like couldn't sing or something, and they were like mm-hmm. auto tuning the fuck out of her because like, and I don't even like notice that stuff. I'm not like a person that's like listening for that. But when I was watching that movie at home, her voice sounded like she was a robot at certain points, and I was like, they are altering her because she's not hitting what she needs to hit, or she was, and they thought it wasn't good enough. But uh, very I liked distracting. that one. I liked that one. I didn't. I didn't. I, oh, it. I didn't hate it. It's just like it's just there for me. It's yeah. just like and and the original is so amazing. So it's like yep. I can't help but compare there yep. to amazing. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, wrapping up. So can I find this? This movie, uh, the 2019 Pinocchio, is widely available online. Um, it's on Amazon, and then if you have Amazon Prime, you can also get it. Apple TV, Hoopla, something called Canopy with a K, which I've never heard of before. Mm, That's apparently for that. free. Uh, YouTube, Vudu, Redbox, Google Play, DirecTV, and I think a few others. 
and then it is on DVD and Blu-ray. You just have to make sure that you would be getting the actual like American version because I saw there was an international one that uh, didn't have English subtitles and might not even play on our players. But there are uh, American versions of the DVD and Blu-ray that are out there, so you can track those down. So I think that wraps us up for Pinocchio. And we will be back next time. We are going to be joined by our Revenge of 90s crew, uh, Fabs and Steve. We're doing a uh, team-up episode again, and we're doing Joe versus the Volcano, the oh. 1990 movie Joe versus the Volcano with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Love the that. first uh, appearance of them together on screen prior to the more famous Sleepless in Seattle and then uh, You've Got Mail. So that was actually a recommendation from a listener of both of our shows. And so I put that on the list and was like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that coming up. So I talk about that and, and her recommendation and everything on that episode because we recorded it um, about a month ago or something. So that one will be uh, coming up next. Joe versus the Volcano. See you then.